Welcome to the Level Up English podcast, the best place to come to practice the English language, learn about the British accent and culture. With me, your host, Michael Lavers. Hello, English learners. Thank you so much for joining me again for another Level Up English episode. Got a really exciting one today. I'm so excited to share with you some philosophy today. Ooh, scary. Sounds difficult, right? But I think this is going to be really, really interesting. We're looking at stoicism, something that I have been interested in. I'm going to tell you why it has benefited my life and relate it to English learning as well. So we're going to do some English learning philosophy today. Really excited for this one. Okay, so now on to today's topic. I want to share information on stoicism today. Stoicism. So these are the Stoics. If, if you're a person who studies Stoicism, that is a Stoic. And I'll be honest, I don't know a whole lot about them. But I want to share this partly because it's interesting for me. And as I said, partly because we can look at lots of vocabulary and relate these meditations to English learning as well. And of course, beyond that, I hope that these will help you in your life generally as well. So the Stoics are basically ancient Greek philosophers. So back in the ancient Greek times, there were a group of people called the Stoics and they developed a philosophy about ethics and kind of logic and these different views on the natural world. A way of looking at life to make life easier, to have a more fulfilled and happy life. And some of, even though it's a very old philosophy, some of their insights are so wise, you can learn so much from them. And a lot of the ideas I have today is from someone called William B. Irvine. And he's written a couple books about Stoicism. He wrote you know, A Guide to the Good Life, The Ancient Art of Stoic Joy. And I think his recent book is called The Stoic Challenge, A Philosopher's Guide to Becoming Tougher, Calmer, and more resilient. So if you're interested in learning more about any of these things, check out these books. You know, it's not a sponsor, of course, but he is a great author on these books. So I've got four things I want to share today. The first one, these are called like meditation. So this is things that the Stoics would, would think about and they would meditate on perhaps each day. And even though some of them seem a bit negative, seem a little bit dark, the outcome is usually very positive and it results in a better and more fulfilled life. So the first one is called negative visualizations. So to visualize something is to imagine something, to imagine things that are negative. Another word for that is to contemplate, means think about. So a negative visualization is when we contemplate the bad things that could happen to us. I try to do this every day and it's really cool. So basically, think about the things that are most important in your life. It could be friends and family. It could be your health. It could be objects like your phone and things you really, really cherish and appreciate in your life. It could even be a pet or something like that. 
And now imagine that all of these things disappear or one of them disappears. You know, envisage what would happen if these things didn't exist anymore. Envisage means again, imagine we've got that visa from vision in there. So imagine, for example, what would happen if you lost your job? Your job might be very important to you, but what would happen? Think really, really carefully on that. How would your life go? Think about the worst things that could happen to you. Very, you know, sadly, your pet passes away, perhaps. You know, it happens to everyone eventually, right? And it seems very pessimistic. It seems very negative. But I think it's a really, really powerful meditation to do because the effect of this is it appreciate, well, it, it allows you to appreciate the things that you have in your life. And I think really it's because it reminds you that everything is impermanent. Nothing lasts forever. So it's very easy to take things for granted. So one thing that I always think of, which maybe seems kind of funny, is the condition of my teeth. So in the past, I've had some very painful dental issues, like wisdom teeth and things like that. And it's always horrible. It's, it's like some of the worst pain that I have had. And in times like now, my teeth are healthy. I don't have any pain in my teeth. And I sometimes think to myself, I imagine what it would be like to have really painful teeth, you know, rotting teeth, infections and things like that. And it's so painful, so horrible. I have to spend money to go to the dentist, get uncomfortable operations and things like that. And then when I kind of come back to reality, I realize, hey, none of that is true. I'm not doing that. I'm actually, I have healthy teeth right now. And this makes me feel so grateful. So I think the main benefit of this exercise is gratitude. But yeah, tell me what you think. Share your thoughts with me on all of these meditations today. And I'm going to say as well, consider how this can relate to English too. Think about the worst thing that can happen. How about when you are speaking to someone, right? Imagine, you know, imagine that everyone laughs at you. People say, ah, your English is terrible, all this kind of stuff. The worst thing that could happen, a complete negative visualization. And then when you come back to reality, the chances are it's probably not as bad as you thought. It's not that bad. Okay, the next meditation is called the last time meditation. Another quite sad one, but again, the effect of this is positive, I believe. So this is when you reflect on the possibility that whatever you're doing now might be the last time you do something. Again, it sounds kind of gloomy, kind of depressing and sad, but I don't think it has to be that way. You know, you shouldn't dwell on this. If you dwell on something, that means you think about it too much. Don't dwell on this fact, but just think about it quickly. Think, you know, maybe this is the last time I'm going to record a podcast. I don't know why, you know, maybe I might get hit by a bus, you know, <laughs> this might just be the last one because I'm going to quit tomorrow. I'm going to have a, a mental breakdown and quit my job. Unlikely, sure, but no one knows what's going to happen. And when I think about that, it makes me so much more grateful, so much happier to be doing this podcast. One of the best side effects to this, I think, is thinking about people. So think about all the people you've known in the past who you probably will never see again. 
it's a really weird feeling thinking about this. You, you never know, of course, you might see them again one day, but there's always a last time you see someone. So whenever I say goodbye to a friend or someone I care about, I try to keep this in mind, that this might be the last time. And rather than being sad about it, it just makes me be much more appreciative of them. I give them a hug, I say, so good to see you, I'll see you again soon. And I don't just kind of go like, yeah, bye, and take it for granted. I really, really appreciate them. And I I kind of end our talk on a good note. Little bit depressing, I know, but hopefully you can see the benefit in this like me as well. Okay, two more now. I love these next two. So the next one is the idea that you are living the dream life. So no matter how much more you want in your life, you are living the dream life of someone else. There's someone else in the world, probably many people in the world, who would love to have the life that you have. They would kill for your life. When they think of their perfect life, they think of the life that you are living. And this may be very hard for you to imagine, like you've got so many problems, right? But maybe compared to other people, they're not so big. It's not big problems. Another kind of side to this is you are also, probably or likely, living the dream life of yourself in the past. So think about yourself five or ten years ago, where you wanted to be. For many of you, you might have had the goal to get where you are today. So that kind of gives you another level of gratitude too. I love to think about English with this too, or think about language. So it's very common in language learning to feel bad about your level. You feel like you're not good enough, feel like you should be better. But keep this in mind that someone else or many, many people would love to be at the level you are at. That's 100% true. And I have to remind myself of this too. Whenever I feel bad, there are so many people who are starting out in a language who would love to be at your level. And it's not a case of kind of boasting or making yourself feel bigger than them. It's just reminding yourself that what you have is already very good. So you should have some gratitude for that. So if if there's anything you should take away from this episode, I hope this is it. That do not feel bad about your level. There are many people who would love to have the level you are. So here's a good quote that I found from the Stoic Meditations. And it says, Do not indulge in dreams of having what you do not, but reckon up the chief of the blessings you do possess, and then thankfully remember how you would crave for them if they were not yours. If the things you had were not yours, how much would you want them? I love that one. Okay, the final one today. This is a a very hard name. This is the one that I think the author William Irvine came up with. And this is called Prospective Retrospection. So prospective means looking at something in the future, like before it happens. Retrospect, retrospective means looking at something in the past. So retrospectively, I shouldn't have done that. Another way is like with hindsight, it's the same meaning. So prospective retrospection means you are 
looking into the future, and then looking into the past. So in simple, simpler terms, this means visualize, imagine that you're looking back on today, the present moment, as if you're living far into the future. So, you know, it's similar, when you look back on your past with nostalgia, you think about the past, oh, those were the good days. Imagine all those good memories, right? But now imagine you're older and you're feeling nostalgic about today. You know, right now I'm sitting here making my podcast. Probably in a couple of years time, I'm going to be thinking, oh, I, I love those days when, you know, there was the pandemic and I was making the podcast. I had no worries. It was so simple. You know, that's not true. I do have some worries, of course, but in the future, we can often see that. A good example of this is going for a walk, right? Imagine one day, hopefully not, say knock on wood, that doesn't happen, but one day it's possible that you will lose the ability to walk, maybe even for a little while. You will get sick and you will not be able to walk for some reason. Then you'll look back on today, going for a walk with such nostalgia, like, oh, I, I miss the days when I could walk. Those were so nice. And I think this, again, helps you have more appreciation for today. So it's feeling nostalgic for the present moment. Hope I explained that well. Does that make sense? I think this technique helps you live really fully in the moment. And whenever you feel boredom or something's very difficult, it's great to do this meditation and it kind of kills all boredom because you really appreciate everything. A simple example that I've been doing is enjoying the spring because now in London, we've got so many flowers coming up. We've got good weather at the moment. And I'm thinking in a few months time, when it comes to winter, I'm going to really feel nostalgic for these days. So just having that thought in mind makes me appreciate the spring even more. And honestly, I'm not sure how this can relate to language learning. If you have any ideas, let me know. But yeah, that's the four meditations today I wanted to share. So we have negative visualizations, last time meditation, you are living the dream life, and prospective retrospection. Try saying that one quickly. That's a good tongue twister. But yeah, again, quite a different episode today. I just wanted to share this because it's kind of been meaningful in my life recently. And sometimes I like to do these episodes where we look at kind of an unrelated topic, a random topic that you can practice your English and maybe learn something. But even if not, I think we've learned some good words today. So which ones did you like? Let me know in the comments on the show notes. And if you have any questions or anything else you want to share connected to this, I'd love to hear it in a comment. So before we go today, I want to share a quote from my Level Up English Instagram page. This quote is related to learning from Naval Ravikant. And he said, don't make up your mind. Knowing is the end of learning. Knowing is the end of learning. Don't be so rigid. Basically be open-minded, right? Don't make up your mind. It's a good thing to remember, I think. But yeah, let's leave it here today. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Let me know. Your feedback is what kind of guides the show forward. 
If you like something, I'll do more of it. If you don't, probably do less of it. But anyway, thank you very much. Have a fantastic week and I will see you very, very soon. Bye-bye. You have been listening to the Level Up English podcast. If you would like to leave a question to be answered on a future episode, then please go to levelupenglish.school forward slash podcast. That's levelupenglish.school slash podcast. And I'll answer your question on a future episode. Thanks for listening.